Welcome to the fight with Teddy Atlas. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by legendary trainer and Hall of Fame broadcaster, the great Teddy Atlas. Love the shirt, Teddy. No bad blood here. Nope. All to the good here. All right, guys, before we get into today's discussion, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, MyBookie. Check these guys out at MyBookie.ag. Uh, big UFC event coming up this weekend, UFC 241. We got Stipe Miocic against Daniel Cormier in the main event, Anthony Pettis and Nate Diaz in the uh, co-main. I'll give you my picks in a second. But check these guys out, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code ATLAS for 50% credit on your first deposit, up to $1,000. So you put in two grand, they'll match you $1,000. You'll have $3,000 to play with. Um, I used it myself. Unfortunately, I lost my first $1,000 on Keith Thurman. Got it back on the under with uh, the Javante Davis fight. But um, these guys have been great to deal with. So please give them a shot. Mybookie.ag. Use the promo code ATLAS. As far as the UFC event goes, um, I like Daniel Cormier in the main event. And as much as it pains me to say this, I think um, I like Anthony Pettis in the uh, co-main. I love the Diaz brothers, but I just think the three-year layoff for um, Nate Diaz is going to be too much. So... Again, hope you enjoy the show. Please support these guys, mybookie.ag, and bet responsibly. Thanks for tuning in. I want to talk to you today quickly about the um, recent <coughs> recent failure of Dillian White, uh, failure for his uh, PED test. Came back positive on an A sample per the U- U- <coughs> UK anti-doping, but apparently passed all the VADA tests leading up to immediately before, immediately after the fight. Um, they're awaiting the results of the B sample, but um, I'm sure, like you, I, I'm sure you, like me, were disappointed to hear about this. And uh, it just seems to be a total lack of clarity right now in terms of what the hell is going on. How is he passing all the VADA tests but failing a UK anti-doping test? And um, I think it just adds to the confusion with the uh, doping situation in boxing. The fact that you can fail some tests, pass some others. Um, I'm sure you have plenty of thoughts on this. Um, dying to hear what you think. Oh no, I'm going to reserve uh, my strong thoughts until we get all the information. And in. yeah, we went to bat for this guy for sure. So I'll be pretty, you know, I'll be pretty upset if it turns out. But I will withhold judgment until I get all the information. But I, I will be beyond upset. Um, and hold them accountable like we hold everybody accountable and we hold ourselves accountable mm-hmm. to um, to what we need to, if it's true. But I'm repeating myself, but, you know, we went to bat. I went to bat for this guy pretty strong. Yeah. You know, we went out there and what well, we say, we don't we don't take it lightly. You know, we, we say what we believe. Um, we want to know that we're on the right side of what we're saying. Yeah. When we say such mm-hmm. strong things, I... I was very critical of the WBC, and I still am. I mean, they, you know, they, the, all those organizations are what they are. But, um, you know, I held their feet to the fire for making him, and that doesn't change that. That was obviously still uh, wrong what they did, where he was the mandatory, he being white, was the mandatory for the Wilder fight for over 600 days. Mm-hmm. Which is ludicrous. It's it's absurd. It's criminal. It's wrong. And, you know, I attacked them. We went after them for that. Rightfully so. Somebody has to. 
Unfortunately, there's no national entity, body, commission in this business to do it. So we have the ability, or I don't know if we have the ability, but we have a platform where we can choose to to try to right some wrongs. You know, we're, no, we're, we're not the guardians of the universe. I understand that. But we have uh, the ability to point out things in a sport that, unlike the other sports, doesn't needs that because it doesn't have those entities in place, those things in place to have these things not only pointed out but corrected, uh, rules enforced, you know, legitimacy uh, across the board for everybody, you know, and accountability for everybody. So if we can do it in our small way, we do it in our small way. And when we, and it's you guys, it's it's you, it's not us. We're, we're an extension to you. Uh, when we went out there and went after and railed, rightfully so, about how the WBC could have a rule for mandatory and then let this guy sit for 600 days and not be giving him his title shot. All of a sudden, you know, a few trees shook a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, all of a sudden the WBC, they blinked a little bit. There was a reaction. They felt it. They felt you. Quite frankly, they felt you because you responded to it. You responded that we put a... A proper light because a light is never put on these things because if a light's put on these things they come out of the dark and the people that do these things they want to in the dark and there's complicity I know people don't like to hear it but there's complicity the press the people the whatever press is still existing in this business and not much of it is you know the the newspapers don't really cover boxing anymore but now it's all internet stuff and internet stuff is out there you know, as foreign as it might be to me, it's 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 out there. I heard about that, Ken. It's really out there. <laughs> and, you know, but it doesn't mean that the right things get covered all the time. Because, as I've pointed out before, some of those internet guys, some of them, not all of them, but some is too much. Some of them, the only way that they survive is to get advertisement paid by the promoters, the promoters who are controlling what the story is, promoters that are paying them not to write about the ills of the business, but to hide those things when it's beneficial to be hid. That's who's paying them. That's where some of the press is coming from and why you don't hear some of this and why some of this is, you know, not in the light, quite frankly. So we put a light on it and... You guys want to hear it because you're everything that's good about this sport, you know, besides the fighters, which is the most noble part, the most important part. And you guys, for the most part, you know, some some of you are crazy, you know, <laughs> some of you are a little crazy. That's fair. But, but you're crazy in most of the time in a good way, in this way, in a passionate way, in a way that you, you care. You care. You care about your guy. You believe in your guy. You want to back your guy. And for the most part, you want to see what's right. And um, you want to see what's fair. 
making a guy a mandatory and then making him sit 600 days, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not a clean fight. And you guys reacted to what we put out there. You reacted to it in enough of a way where it got enough attention where the WBC immediately, about a, what was it, hours later, a day later, from our broadcast? A couple of days. They immediately said, okay, we're going to make the, the Rivas-Dylan White fight now an interim title fight, where which was pretty hysterical in some ways. But even that, I mean, Wilder well, was hysterical. Champ. It's like a kick in the but, ass but we're gonna make, But at least they reacted. Yeah. They reacted. They said, we're going to make, we're, we're now going to make, because they were trying to keep the wolves from the door. They were trying to keep that drum that was beating quiet. They were trying to quiet that drum that was starting to beat by you guys, asking these questions on social media, saying, what the fuck's going on? This is absurd. I find you the credibility in the sport. insulting. No, I get it. But, if I'm but the they champ were, and you're going to say, oh, these guys are going to have a, a, a share of your title, why? But they, they reacted at yeah. least. At least they, they showed that it's kind of like that movie, The Predator. With, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the first one. Yeah. You know, we talk about movies a lot here. And it was where he wounded him and he saw he saw the green stuff that was the alien's blood. Mm-hmm. And he says, if he bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> At least they showed that they bleed. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we have a chance to correct some of those things, to move them, to to change them. I'm not saying to kill them, but to rectify some things, to fix some things. If they bleed, we have a chance. If they don't bleed, we don't have a chance. They bled a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And I agree with you. It's still part of the con, what, what they did, the way they reacted to it. But at least it was a reaction. At least they bled. At least they showed you that, that they're cognizant of pressure, that pressure means something of of attention, that you know that attention, you know it, they don't want attention, mm-hmm. they don't want attention. It's kind of like the 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 that idiot Gotti, and he was an idiot, uh, you know, the John Gotti, and he he was out there saying this is my public, and somebody one of the real gangsters said you're not supposed to have a public, yeah you're, you're not. We're not supposed to be seen. We're not supposed to be out there, you know, uh, signing autographs. That's <laughs> that's that is not what we're supposed. Well, the same thing for the WBC. They they don't want people talking about what they do. They don't want all the WBA, all the IBF, all the WBO, all of them. They don't want you looking at things in a way where you start asking questions. Because those questions, well, they provoke answers. They don't, they don't want to give you answers because it's the wrong answers for them, for their business as it is, as it exists, that makes sense for them. So the one thing, you know, was when they did that and they blinked, so to speak, and they said, okay, now the Reavers... You know, white Dylan White fight is going to be for the interim title, and the winner will be the mandatory. I mean, how again to your point? How absurd! You know, yeah, they bled, but really, how absurd 
that answer was too, because in other words, so if Dylan White wins, which he won, he will become the mandatory to something that he was the mandatory to. Yeah. <laughs> he will become the mandatory to something that he was the mandatory to that you didn't push the mandatory to, that you didn't make mandatory. So that's why I had a guy, Rob, put up a tweet. I'm a tweeting maniac now. <laughs> I don't know Twitter. if you heard. I'm a tweeting maniac. <laughs> right? And it's always my words. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. So Rob puts it up there. And he put it up there, my response to that, you know. And with it was uh, Abbott and Costello, you know, one of their, one of their great famous uh, pieces, segments, who's on first. Yeah. You know, who's on first? Here it is. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Can we hear it? I We got to hear this. We'll get it worked out. Well, let's see. Now, we have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. Uh That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Uh, You know how to be the manager of the baseball team? Yeah. You know the guy's name? Well, I should. Well, you tell me the guy's name's on the baseball team. Who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. (laughs) You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. (laughs) (laughs) You ever ever wanted to be at a board meeting of the WBC or the IBF or the WBO or the WB? You're just that one. <laughs> you just had one, Ken. You were just had one, okay? All right. So all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, we we don't get medals for this. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to, but we have a platform where we can attack what we think is wrong. So we attack it, and we don't feel too good if we attack it. And it turns out that the guy we were defending, uh, you know, was was doing something that, in the end of the day, is possible, that makes uh, makes us defending him wrong. Yeah, well, well I, not I that we're wrong for not that we're wrong. We're still not two wrong. separate issues. We're still not wrong for defending what the WBC did to him. Exactly, we're right about that. But it just uh, it it makes us feel. It makes us feel wrong. It makes us feel wronged ourselves that we're defending a guy if it's true. And I don't know if it's true yet. I don't know. I'm going to wait. One thing that I want to say about that, though, is to reserve judgment. Unlike any other criminal case, here you're guilty until you prove your innocence. They find an adverse finding. It's on you to prove that you didn't do this. And apparently they found some trace elements of uh, 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 anabolic steroid. But only the UK anti-doping found it. But what's much more concerning than that is that apparently they had a hearing right before the fight, maybe the hours or the day before the fight. They called in Dillian White. They didn't call. They didn't notify Revis that there was an adverse finding, and they asked Dillian to explain the adverse finding. Adverse finding. Clearly, he didn't provide an adverse a, a, a response good enough to clear his name. But for whatever reason, and I think that depending on how this turns out, the heads are going to roll. They let the fight continue. They never told Revis. They allowed this guy who... Do heads ever roll in this business? Well... No answer that. It's a fair question. If if they can identify who allowed this fight to continue, if in fact he's guilty of using PEDs before getting into a fight, heavyweight fight, juiced up to punch another guy in the face, there has to be consequences for this. 
If that was, if that were your son, your fighter, your friend on the other side of the ring, and this guy's doped up and trying to like take his head off, I'd have a big problem You're with that. Preaching to the choir. I, I know. No, no, and, and and to this choir too. I I got you, but I'll take it further. If it was baseball, there would be congressmen saying, "We're going to clean it up. If you don't clean up this sport. We're going to clean it up." If it was football. There would be senators saying, we're going to go and visit your place, and we're going to freaking find out what the hell you're doing over here, and we're going to straighten it out. Yep. But boxing, nobody cares. Well, the thing is, I don't think that they want well, to well, But why does nobody care? That's a fair question. But why? Why is it because... Is it because... I don't think they wanted to jeopardize canceling the whole card. There was a lot of money at stake. Money had been spent. Well, we know that's the answer to that. Exactly. No, no, you're 100% right. That's the answer to that. That, you know... You don't have to be a guy that went to MIT. I used to call it MTI. <laughs> I definitely didn't go to MIT. <laughs> definitely. But yeah, I mean, that, that answer is self-explanatory because they're protecting their vested interest. It's just, you know, again, I, to your point, I'm going to wait until they're proven guilty. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. They're still innocent until they're proven guilty for me. I'm. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and and see. But I know that right now, from the way it looks, or possibly looks, uh, and that's dangerous to say that what it looks because we don't know definitively. But it would be very disappointing. Oh yeah. I can't. I, I'm always surprised when people get caught doing this because you know you're gonna get tested. Like, are you a scientist? Do you think you're gonna beat the scientific test? Like, what? Who's advising you to do this? And Dillian White had enough. You know, he has enough supporters. He's like, everything's going the right way. Why would you do something so stupid? So it's hard to believe he would do this. But at the same time, I think. How else did that that substance get into your system? And if you think it was a tainted supplement, okay, present all your supplements and we're going to test them. We're going to do the best we can to see if there anyone else had a case of this and we'll test the supplements. They have a system in place that this is what they do. So I, it's, the onus is on him now to prove that he didn't do, knowingly ingest this. And look, I mean, it was good enough for Canelo to say he ate tainted meat and everyone just accepted it and moved along, which I don't agree with. But... Either way, this is just with all the money that Canelo guy. made, you can't buy Colby beef. I mean, uh, you're, you're eating tainted beef. I mean, I mean, we make a joke out. Of it. We should make a joke out of it. All right. So, but I mean, that's the thing that gets me the angriest about the way that people perceive and treat this sport. That it's boxing. You move forward. It's it's expected. Yeah. No, it's not. Hundred percent. Unacceptable. We just had a special man here before, a guest that was hanging out with us that's a war correspondent. Does ben, more important stuff than us. That's ben sure. Watson from um, Vice News was pretty was nice enough to stop by. These guys better hope that investigative journalist doesn't get on this because that yeah. guy's a pit bull. He'll live I in mean, the front lines for months at a time. Does important stuff. Very important. And, um, you know, he was just mentioning a documentary that was made years ago. I had forgotten about it. And just this. Just the name of it will tell you where I'm going. And um, it was made on a fighter that I was training at the time, years ago, a young heavyweight coming up. 
And um, they followed us around. I forgot about it. I, and it's called Welcome to the Sioux, I believe, he said. And it was a well-received in London. And it was uh, well done, he said. He's going to send us He's going to send us the clip to it. I, like I said, I, I kind of forgot about it. But just that they use that title, Welcome to the Sewer. They don't use that title in football. And sorry, I said his name. I said I think I said his name wrong. It's Ben Anderson is the war correspondent from Vice. Oh. We have the documentary. Man. Who, who was the fighter? The Shannon Briggs. Shannon Briggs. You know, who wound up. Oh, I love Shannon yeah. Briggs. Let's but, go, champ. But I'm just saying that, you know, I've he the name of it, he said, Teddy, I saw you in this documentary that was done, you know, it's probably 25 years ago, I guess, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. And he said, you know, it, it was well-received. It was called Welcome to the Sewer. I think that's what the title was. It definitely had sewer in there. <laughs> and that's something you don't forget. Yeah. And why you don't hear that in baseball, football, no. basketball, hockey. You know, those, those, those have rough edges to them uh, in, in different ways. Uh, but you don't hear that. And that's what bothers me. Here it is. Yeah, welcome to the store, Outstanding Boxing To the sewer, not store. Sewer, sewer. Yeah. Uh, 1992. And by the way, Ben Anderson, for those who are interested, you can see uh, an interview he did on um, Joe Rogan a few months ago. Really interesting guy. Spends a lot of time in the um, war zones in Syria. Important guy. Very. 27 years ago, yep. it turns out. And my point is to use this as an example that that's that's what's so upsetting to me is that when things like this happen like Canelo getting tested as you just said and everybody just woke it's like oh it's the sewer it's expected it's the sewer it's expected the sewer is going to smell what do you expect the sewer is going to have garbage in it what do you expect it's not the freaking sewer it's a sport that's a noble sport when it's done right. It should be treated that way. It should be policed that way. Part of the problem there is, there's, like you said, like we've continued to beat the drum that there's no national commission, but there's no real structure. And and one of the other things that are going on this week is Al Heyman and PBC came out and said they're no longer going to recognize the WBO. And, okay, I get it. You can have riffs, but who is a promoter to say they're not going to recognize a governing body or sanctioning body? But at the same time, who are these sanctioning bodies to like have any kind of determination on... It, it's just like a wild, wild west. We could have the fight uh, belt and, and start sanctioning uh, fights and awarding belts. Uh, but it's just interesting that the promoter and, and Al Heyman and PBC come out and say they're no longer going to recognize it. I mean, during the Thurman Pacquiao fight, they actually didn't even recognize. They put up the welterweight champs and left off arguably the top welterweight in the world in uh, Bud Crawford. So they don't even recognize him. They just put up the guys that they're representing and maybe one or two others. But it's there's just too much gray area, too much leeway for people to do this kind of stuff. How do you not recognize Terrence Crawford? I mean, he's the king of the division right now. I mean, there's an argument for Spence, but I still say Crawford is in the top spot. Um but to not put him up on the graphic is uh, very insulting. Even if you have a problem with top rank, you, you can't not recognize the top fighter in the division. 
So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and and what comes of that. And uh, listen, I I say to what you just brought up about the WBO about Heyman about not recognizing, eliminating, um, marginalizing the WBA or not even marginalizing them, making them insignificant. Erasing them. WBO. WBO. Yeah. Um, I say take it further. Get rid of them all. Yeah. Why stop there? And and we're going to be fair. We're going to be fair. Uh, Heyman takes, does a good job. He takes care of a lot of fighters. Pays good. Uh, has given a shot of adrenaline to a certain extent. He's failed in some areas, but but he's succeeding at the end with Fox and Showtime. But he was putting boxing on all, you know, really saturating uh, the land that was really dry to a certain extent, saturating it with boxing, you know, uh, putting it on all the networks a few years ago when he first, when he first hit the scene and made the scene, Heyman, from the you know, from the music industry. And he was, some people could say he oversaturated and, you know, uh, his plans went awry a little bit that he couldn't, he couldn't keep it up. You know, he spread himself too thin. He wound up now at Fox at one place with Fox and Showtime and, and he's, he's doing a good job. Uh, but at the same time, look, Everyone has their agendas for why they do things. Now, I wish it was as pure and as simple as he's getting rid of one of the organizations because I, I'm behind them. Get rid of them all. All of them. Don't stop there. What was that in the Patton movie where, uh, where Patton said, why, well, we should have, well, we, we shouldn't have stopped. We went and should have went through Russia and kept going. <laughs> Remember that movie Patton? Yeah. Uh, was it Patton? Yeah, it was Patton. With the, I think with that the, was the title of the movie, Patton. Yeah, the great actor, uh, Scott. I think, uh, yeah, I think his last name was Scott. Uh, the great actor with Patton, he said, when they asked him, he was too honest. He got himself in trouble all the time. <laughs> when, when he was talking to the press, Eisenhower was the president, I think he said, tell him to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> You know, he said, well, what do you think, you know, when you, when we finished off here and you, and you stopped the Germans and, and he said, we should have just kept marching right on into Russia and got rid of them too while we were at it. So it wouldn't be a problem later. Oh, you can't say that. They were our ally. They were like, right. yeah, but they're not going to be down the road, you know. Yeah. Obviously, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. yeah. He was a war man. <laughs> right? Yeah. He said, should have kept going. Should have got rid of them while we were at it. You know, should have, should have finished it. Well, if you're going to do, if you're going to go after WBO, I say go after all of them. But it's not really that simple. They just want to eliminate another one of these organizations that can be corrupt. Obviously, if you look at the ratings, you know, everybody... Everybody has their own agendas. Mm -hmm. Do you look at the ratings? You're not going to see too many of the PPC fighters probably rated in the WBC. 
WBO. WBO, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're probably not going to, you're not going to, you know, the reason well, I. certainly not the, now. The re, no, but you're not going to see him, period. But the whole thing is a but laugh. No, but it's I'm, like I'm, you I'm pay just, to get ranked. No, but I'm no saying you're, area. you're, listen, if you really know this business, and for people that watch it, they watch it to learn a little bit more than they're normally going to get. Because, again, the information that we're giving you is not going to be out there. It could be out there, but it's not. Why? Because the places that could possibly be in position to put it out there aren't going to put it out there because they're paid not to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Okay? I said it. And if you I put, said it. And if you put enough stuff out there about a particular promoter, you can bet your ass you won't be sitting ringside on press row. Well, you're, you're, yeah, and your website won't be open anymore because you wouldn't be getting the advertising money to keep it functioning, mm -hmm. all right? But what I'm saying, Major General Walter Bell, uh, Ike is furious, mate. No, uh, yeah, Patton, uh, Patton, well, the war shouldn't be over. We should stop pussyfooting about the goddamn Russians. We're going to have to fight them sooner or later anyway. Why not do it now when we got the army here to do it with? Instead of disarming these German troops, we ought to get, get them to help us fight the damn Bolsheviks. <laughs> now, that's not my words. Yeah. <laughs> not my words, but... <laughs> hell of a man yeah <laughs> a hell of a man yeah. I, i'm just saying a little crazy but but you know a little a little aggressive a little, <laughs> yeah, a little since they were our allies a, a, a at the little time. aggressive <laughs> like like de niro said in uh goodfellas you you insult him a little bit <laughs> be like saying hey now what you done with isis let's take out saudi arabia <laughs> we'll take out uh <laughs> insulted him a little bit but come on the point I'm making is that these organizations are all what they are. Yeah. And if you look at the ratings, you'll see that the PPC doesn't have any fighters really rated in the WBO. None of them and, are uniform. You'll see but, you'll see guys you haven't heard of before on and, some of and, these rankings. But and you're like, oh. you'll see there's certain ones that are stronger. There's certain promoters that yes. are stronger with certain places yeah. because they have those relationships. Yeah. Like the one strong... There is top rank and you know top rank. Oh, they're all they're, aligned with their. But, but own they're strong with the W. But but, but Heyman and the PPC are not. So that's right. So so why why would we on our network in their mind right? Yeah. yeah yeah. Why would we? Why would we mention them? Why wouldn't we eliminate them? Well, I completely if, if, understand if, if, if that. We're not you... doing business with them. if they're not good for us, if they're not advantageous to us, if they're if, if they're not you know if we don't Why carry if we don't carry bonds. sway there, and our and our one of our competitors does, right? Yeah. So let's get them out of there. I say I say what Patton says. Keep going. That's the only thing I say to Heyman. But he's got his own agenda. I'm being fair here. Yeah. He's got his own. It's not like he's just saying, let's clean up boxing. Maybe part of him wants to do that. Yeah. But it's not that pure. He's got it. Okay. We, 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 everyone in this business, unfortunately, un, is a little pregnant. But, you know. What about, what do you think about the Ring Magazine belt? They seem to award it. It's not necessarily fought for, but it's awarded to whoever seems to have distinguished themselves as the, the top of the class. Like Lomachenko has it in his weight division. Um, but but a lot of them are vacant. So, for instance, Adonis Stevenson had it in light heavy. Right now it's vacant. I'm, and, they, and I guess I'm not 
completely, I'm not 100% sure how they award it, but I think it's awarded to whoever they deem to be the king of the division. Award what? The Ring Magazine belt. Oh. <laughs> but they don't seem to be affiliated with a particular promoter. I mean, this, this, this whole thing, <laughs> this whole thing, you know, is just absurd. Really, if you get down to it. And I know people, sometimes they don't want to, you know, like I said once before, they don't want to know how the sources are made. That's that's a good point. They they don't want it. Some people are happy. They, they say, Teddy, thank you. But other people say, I, I don't want to. I don't want to know that there's, uh, that there's no Santa Claus. I don't want to know that there's no Tooth Fairy, you know? All right, there's a Tooth Fairy. <laughs> you happy? Hey, my kids are listening. Well, there is a tooth fairy. There is a tooth fairy. There is. The problem with this business is there's somebody willing to pull your teeth out <laughs> in order their, to collect on they'll them. They'll pull their own tooth out for a dollar. <laughs> they're, they're quicker to pull yours. Quicker to pull yours. Maybe even knock it out for you. Um, the lineal the, the lineal title seems to be the one that's universally recognized and respected to a certain extent. I listen, I wish that things could be the way that you wish they could be. Mm -hmm. That you could just eliminate all politicians that are crooked in this world. We have so many corrupt we talk about boxing. There's so many crooked politicians that are screwing up this country, screwing up this world. I wish we could eliminate them and go back to what the premise was. Give the power to the people. Mm -hmm. I wish we could do that because that's what it was all about. And there's no government without people. There's no nothing. There's no country without people. The power is with the people. Well, it's the same thing with this sport. Without the fighters and the people, the fan base, there's no sport. How do we let them get so powerful? Yeah. These organizations. Why don't we give it back to the people? I wish we could just make it that where there's one champion. And I know this is wishful thinking, but it could be real. It could be real. Oh. Where there's a national where there's a national entity, a board that makes the best guys fight the best guys, you know, the, the guys that deserve the chance that are qualified, right? It's not complicated to do that. Not at all. That's simple. Yep. And they're the champions. And, you know, the people you don't need these belts. The people know who the best is. They know whether you don't talk about Crawford or not. They know what Crawford is. That's right. They know who the champions should be. The people know. Stop insulting them. The people know. The people just don't know how much power they have sometimes. Yeah. They don't understand. Well, maybe that's something we should consider doing is solicit some ideas from the fans in terms of a game plan going forward where we get some sort of we get some sort of um, organization going and um, kind of start with a grassroots movement to kind of put things together in that way. Guys, just a quick break to give another shout out to our sponsor, MyBookie. Check them out at mybookie.ag. Again, use the promo code ATLAS for 50% credit on your first deposit. You want to put in $2,000, they will give you 1000 free credit. You want to put in 100 bucks, they will give you $50 credit. Uh, check them out, please. These guys have been great to deal with. Again, uh, promo code ATLAS, mybookie.ag. Give them a shot. Well, speaking of promoters and um, controversy, 
which I think is a good way to describe what I'm about to describe. Um, Tyson Fury's next opponent has been announced. And uh, much like old Tommy Schwartz, he's fighting a guy named uh, Otto Wallen, who not much is known other than um, I saw a tweet recently from Mike Coppinger, who I have huge respect for as a... Um, as a boxing journalist, he's done a great job and really like separated himself from the pack recently. But he put out a tweet that said, um, you know, Fury's fighting Otto Wallen. And uh, Otto Wallen is uh, one of the top heavyweights to come out of the Swedish amateur ranks. And all I could think was, if that's the best thing that you can say about the opponent is that he's one of the top ranked Swedish amateurs. I didn't realize Sweden was producing like top pedigree heavy amateur heavyweights i mean again not necessarily knock against mike but jesus if that's if that's the litmus test that he's a top swedish heavyweight and we're going to show some of his handiwork here in a minute much like isn't we that did. isn't that kind of like i'm just listening to you here and I, I can't help it wouldn't that be kind of like saying that this is a top bobsled team from the congo uh, pretty much. You know, Congo I mean, produces some really strong bobsled teams. They have a tough selection process every year at the Winter Olympics. I mean, there's... there's can you name was, a Swedish amateur? Can you name one Can you Swedish name a place fighter? in the Congo that has ice where you could practice uh, doing bobsledding? I, I don't know. I'm probably not. But, I mean, you know, I don't think that... Listen, the Congo can have a lot of great athletes and... Whether or or the any place where it's for that point Trinidad or or anywhere where it's hot, you know the islands, uh, you know Puerto Rico, anywhere where it's warm all the time all year long, we we take any of them beautiful places, beautiful palm trees, beautiful people, beautiful places to 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 get a suntan. It's great. The yes, cool the running. I mean, you know, they they were ahead of their time with that idea, <laughs> you know, the Jamaican bobsled team, and but and they did well in the movies because you can make things right in the movies. You can make it the way you want to make it, but in reality, you're not going to find a bobsled team that's too good in any of these places. I mean, they might be the best in that place, but. That doesn't mean beyond that place that they're anything to shake a stick at. Um, the Jamaican bobsled team might be the best one in Jamaica. But outside of there, they're not going to be all that great. They'll be great in other things. But not in, at a place where you need to get ice and there's no ice. So when you talk about Sweden having the best you know, being one of the best amateurs from Sweden, again, to your point, that's, that's put it in the proper context, which I think we just did. I, I know a little bit about Sweden. I trained the whole 1980 Olympic team from Sweden. In 1980, when at the time, President Carter boycotted, had us boycott the Olympics because of the... Moscow. Yes, because of the situation going on with Russia. And... So we boycotted the Olympics, and they wound up sending the whole Swedish Olympic team to Catskill, New York, for me to train, and I trained them. And so you're familiar with the yeah, Swedish. Yeah, I mean, pedigree. listen, they're great people. They 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 got plenty of heart and wanting to be good and wanting to be better and nothing but 
all those qualities of, you know, wanting to prove someone wrong, want to be the best you can be in the world and proud to represent their country. They're all good people. I trained them. One of them did better than expected. I'm trying to remember if he got a bronze medal possibly because uh, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a thing where the Swedish team would have a medal, obviously. Uh, they they did, were not known for that. And look, you, you had a heavyweight champ from Sweden. You had Igor Johansson mm-hmm. knocked out Floyd Patterson. You know, fought Floyd Patterson three times, lost two out of three, but won the heavyweight title with a thunderbolt, the right hand, that he set up by mesmerizing you with the jab and then, boom, putting the right hand right behind it like Foreman did uh, later on to us, to Michael Mora and us. Uh, like, um, you know, the same way as the, the great Cuban Stevenson used to do to set up his right hand. Uh, also, the other great Cuban Olympic star, Savone, he would do a little bit of that. Um, but again, they're not known, obviously, for their boxing talent uh, per se, at a you know, in a consistent manner. But I will say this, you know, and again, I like I said, I trained the 1980 Olympic team. Was from Sweden, they did better than expected. One guy did better, uh, and the way that came about was I was watching ABC Wild Water Sports, I believe, and back in those days they would have these national matchups: the U.S. against Russia, the U.S. against you know whatever country it was, and they were fighting the Swedish team, and the heavyweight was a guy named I believe James Clark from the U.S. He was the he was our heavyweight, and he was fighting a guy named Anders Eklund. He was from Sweden. Big guy. Good right-hand puncher. And I watched him, and I saw that I thought I could improve the guy. I was a young trainer. I was 20-something years old, 20 years old. 20, and I'm sitting there uh, watching Wild World of Sports with Cuss, and I'm watching this, and I see this big, strong heavyweight that I could see wasn't developed a lot. And I thought to myself, I'm a young teacher. I teach. I'm supposed to improve, guys. This is what I'm supposed to be here to do. I can make him better. I can make him more than just a strong guy with a right hand. I could improve his left hand. I could do this. I could. I'm just thinking that, hey, I think I could make that guy better. I think he could be improved. There's something to work with, a piece of clay. So I tell Cus. Cus gets on the phone. I don't know that he's going to pick up the phone. The next thing he's going to make it happen. <laughs> but he made it happen. They shipped called, the whole team over. He, well, they yeah they what they did was they shipped him over for me to train, and I worked with him, and he liked it, and he wanted to continue. And they have a rule when the Olympics were getting close, and they were getting close, the team has to train together, and it makes sense. Yeah, they want everyone together. So the, he wanted to continue training with me. So they said, okay, under under this you know un, under these circumstances, the whole team has to train with him. So we wound up saying, yeah, I didn't expect to have to have that as part of the deal. <laughs> but the whole team got shipped up to Catskill, and there I was training the whole team uh, for the Olympics. Nice people, good people. So this guy is better. This guy is better than Schwartz was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, he is better. And one of the reasons he's better, to my point, and I didn't know that this was going to segue into it, but it is. Not that there's not good trainers over there, but 
he has a legitimate trainer. And there's a lot of guys in this business that are not legitimate trainers. <laughs> They're guys that tell, go get them, go hit the bag, just go do that, go do, go run somewhere, you know, uh, do 10 rounds on a bag, whatever. But keep taking shots. They're not the teachers. They're down. not teachers. In this business, there's a lot of guys that are, once they're marked as those guys, that the go-to guys, the flavor of the month guys, the guys that people are familiar that had a good fighter, they are the guys that get the work. But the way that you judge a fighter is not just only by one fight. You might have a guy that maybe is a terrific fighter. He started when he was nine years old. He had 250 amateur fights. I'm not saying he was a natural. You had to do something right. But he was a guy that all the stars lined up at the age you started, the experience he got, the ability he had, the direction you took in. You took him every week to get a fight. I mean, he, he, you know, he might be your son. And he's special, but that's one guy. Then you judge the guy on, does he develop other guys? Or does he take guys at a certain point in his life, because that's part of it, right? A certain point when they have to get over a hump where they have to be improved. Does he improve them? And you see some of the guys, we don't have to name names, but I'm just saying you see some of these guys out there, once they're marked the guy, they're identified the guy, that, that there's only a few of them that you go to when you have a fighter, uh, and you, you watch them, they never get any results. They're, other than the one guy they might have had mm -hmm. that I described, with the other guys where they have to really show their abilities to change someone, to improve somebody, to get them over that, that place that you're brought in to get them over. You don't see it. You watch them. If the guy gets hit too much, he still gets hit too much. <laughs> you know, if the guy uh, doesn't use his left hand the right way, it's still not used the right way. If the guy gets counted with a certain still gets counted with that. It's like you don't, you don't see the simple things that a teacher would show you if he was that person. To improve a person at that point in their career, and but they still get the work because it's it's kind of like the NFL used to be. The NFL coaches, once you were a coach, you got rehired, you get fired, you didn't do it, you got rehired. They kept using the same guys. Yeah. But now they use younger guys. Now they now they start to open the door to guys coming out of college. Guys, yeah. are, now it's changed a little bit. But it used to be the same guys who would be recycled all the time, even though they weren't getting, even though they were losing with the teams. But they still because they were the name. Yep. Our business is that way. Mm -hmm. The same guys, even though they really don't do the job, they still keep they still keep getting the job. Mm -hmm. But there's only a handful of guys in this business, legitimate trainers, that are really truly teaches mm -hmm. and the reason why i say this guy's better than schwartz is because he has a guy that i respect as a teacher a legitimate guy joey gamash a lot of people don't know oh, about joey gamash <clears throat> but he's from maine he's a two division world champion former world champion i believe junior lightweight, lightweight. i trained joey at the end of his career I work with Joey. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was one fight, two fights. I can't really Did remember. Did you train him for the Gotti fight? No, 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 no. He didn't fight. Uh, yeah, he fought Gotti. He got I stopped was, by Gotti. I was but at that he, fight. Yeah, he Dangerous, was, scary well, knockout. And then there was a lot of controversy about that, about the weight. Yeah. Arturo uh, Gotti the, came in like 20-something pounds. Yeah, there was a lawsuit. He, there was yeah, a lawsuit attached to that. That was a scary that. moment. But, but no, I wasn't training him. But before. 
I don't know. I guess it was before that, obviously, because that was the end of his career. Mm -hmm. I think I it was the last him, fight. And, and he won whatever it was um, I trained him for. I, I don't know if it was one or two fights. Gotcha. Uh, we fought up in Maine. Yeah. But but I, I trained him, and, and now after that, you know, he now he's a trainer. Yeah. So obviously I had some influence over or might have uh, I, as far as, uh, you know, things that he was becoming aware of and that maybe he would think made some sense to take on to the training road yeah. that, that he pursued. Uh, but whether the bottom line is that I I think he does a good job. He's a teacher. He gets involved. He, he actually works to improve and to invoke change when change needs to be invoked. Uh, he, he does a... He does a good job, and I think because of that alone, this guy's better than Schwartz. That alone. But where this guy comes up with shadows, where it's things, again, that we'll probably be the only ones to show this, is that you can't jump like you couldn't jump with Schwartz because of his undefeated record. This guy's exactly. 20 and all, right? 20 yep, and 20 all. all. You can't jump because... Who has he fought? Who has he beaten? It's all been local guys. Well, we're going to show you an example. And, and we're going to show an example. <clears throat> we're going to shine a light where people don't want that light shined. And the promoters definitely don't want to shine because oh, no. because the same way they didn't want to shine when the Schwartz fight was coming. They wanted to sell that fight. Exactly. And they want to sell the guy the way they needed to sell the guy. You know? And, and it had nothing to do with anything other than they're trying to make money. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with truth. It's it's got to do with not showing what they don't want shown that could hinder what they're trying to do is elicit people, you know, lobby people to come in and to buy the fight. And again, I'm going to say it again. I think that this guy's better than Schwartz. But what's not better is his record. What's not better is the guys that he's fought. That that to get to 20 0 what they're selling at 20 0 there's falseness to that. There's oh, some yeah. there's some lies to that uh, that again you're you're not gonna see you're not gonna see it for a couple of reasons the people that are promoting the fight the people that are involved in promoting the fight whether in, whether it's people that are writing about it whether it's the network whether it's the promoter obviously they don't want you to know those things and then as far as the rest of it most people wouldn't be able to recognize it it's because even when I remember when. I called you on the phone and told you about what we're about to show. And you watched and you said, oh, no, he yeah, he gets hit. It might not be a great punch, but he gets hit. And I said, Ken, watch it again. Watch it again. Slow it down. Watch it again. And then all of a sudden, we don't like, we're not cursing on this show. But you said, holy Toledo, <laughs> Batman. Wow. You know? Yeah. And... It's, that's, it's really disappointing just, to see in the sport because, you know, again, maybe the guy is is better, but this this what this example we're going to show it doesn't do much to uh, justify his what, twenty and zero record. Let's pull up the clip here and show the uh and, and show the incident that we're talking about here with uh, Otto Wall and um I don't even know who he's fighting. It looks like maybe an Uber driver in Sweden, but um, let's do this, Rob. Right, so. I have a feeling you're not going to see this as part of the promotion to the fight. Uh, first of all, look at the physique on the opponent. I mean, geez, come on, man. 
Well, it's not the first time we've seen no, an opponent no, look right. that. that yeah. Right? I mean, be That's fair. That's fair, but I mean, I mean, the belly, that's... Well, I mean, it's not up to right. your... Yeah. Uh, to your... So there you see a glancing... No, no, no. Forget. Don't even tell the people. Okay. It looks like a knockdown. Okay. All right. Let it... No, no. Don't show the... Oh, show but the, he's obviously a self-boy. No, go back the to the job. Yeah, but a, go back to. A, don't show the one. No, don't show this one yet. Go back. This is the real speed. Oh, okay. All right. Now watch. This is a job. All right. So he gets hit. He gets knocked down. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right nobody, jab, looping left hand. Okay. Nobody's asking any questions. Fight's over. Uh, not a great opponent, but fight's over. Right. Right. Mm. No, but nothing to be skeptical about. Nothing to, uh, you know, to. To say anything about other than not the big best opponent in the world. There's right. Joey Gamash, who's a good trainer. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing there that's that's fishy or anything, right? Huh. Right? Not really. No, no, <laughs> no. Yet. All right. Now let's go and look at it. Probably like a, a little closer little than somebody else might look yeah. at it, right? Okay. We are the forensic uh, <laughs> boxing show of, of CSI. What is that called? Uh, CSI, this forensic show. Yeah. Well, we have an element of Otto C- Wallen's going to throw a. Okay. Just a glancing no, jab. Oh! oh <laughs> looping left hand. Oh, at <laughs> Ken! He appears to miss him by like good two, three inches. Ken! Does not. <laughs> Ken! You can't even make this up. Can't make this. That would be a bad shot for look, a movie. Look, look, look. Maybe three, four inches. He wouldn't get a job as a stuntman no. in a Rocky movie. No. I mean, well, he could. I shouldn't say that. He could get a job, but they would have to redo it. Yeah. Because we they need would to have to reshoot that scene. Re- re- you clearly didn't even come re- close to hitting him. Re- reshoot that scene. What I want to know is because he- that's too obvious, yeah. right? So he basically like just falls over from the well, like, what, thought no. of getting punched. No, well, he takes a dive. <laughs> I mean, why, why are we looking for the words? Yeah. Ken, Ken, let's watch. See the feet. I want to see if his feet get tangled. Like, how does he even go down? No, no the he jab doesn't himself. land. Wait, how does he go down? The jab. The, the, the punch don't land. He goes down because that was his intention. <laughs> that appears to be the case. Appears to be the case, sir. Well, uh, I hope he's going to bring more than those phantom punches to the fight with Fury. Otherwise, we're going to see another Tom Schwartz incident. I don't think we will. I do think the guy has more skill, and I, I but I don't think he's in. I don't think he is worthy of a shot at Tyson Fury, to be honest with you. That's why he's getting a shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's unfortunate, but that's true. No, no. Well, he hasn't earned it by fighting these guys. No. I mean, no. Right? We're here to tell the truth. But... Uh, other people haven't either, but that doesn't make this one right, mm-hmm. you know. So I try to cover all bases. I understand what people are going to shoot at me, but I'll say, well, Teddy, other people, I, yeah, but we're, we're talking about right now mm-hmm. this guy, and he hasn't earned the shot. No, no but not even close. No, but Tyson Fury's getting a hundred million dollars from ESPN, right? Right? I'm, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but he's sure he's getting a lot. Heavyweights well, don't get paid short some, money. Thought it was somewhere. No, not for the one fight, but I no, mean, no, no. I mean, he's got deal. a deal. Yeah, I thought he had three or four fight deal. Yeah, I thought it was hundred million. It's it's, it's somewhere. Rich. It's euros, so yeah. I, okay. I, I was pretty sure Jesus, it was a hundred. Well, I think so. So he, him, and his brain trust and promoters, everybody involved, they they want to stretch this thing out. Uh, you know, you only get so much of it each fight. 
incrementally, right? Yeah. You don't get the whole hundred million just because you signed a deal. You got to fight the fights. So before he's going to fight a a fight of relevance, a fight of significance, a fight of danger, right? Okay, he's a gonna, fight of danger, but Jesus, can no, you no, no, fight a competitive right, guy? At right, least while fighting Ortiz. But, but before you're even going to fight, I, I agree with you, but Ortiz is 41 years old. But but no, I agree. He, he, he hurt one him. Punch away he from had, I listen compared to this guy, Ortiz and Joe Lewis. Oh yeah. I, I oh. mean, and oh, yeah. and Muhammad Ali. Yep. You know, and Jack Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but again, there it is. I usually try to be in the right neighborhood, but the point is that. From their perspective, if they can get away with it, they're going to do it. And we already got their, over away with the Tom Schwartz. No, no, but, but, luck. but that was that was that fight was horrendous. That it, fight was so. It's boxing. I, I hate to say that, but I guess you never listen to me talk oh, when I, I say things. Do you listen, Ken? Listen thank you. When when I talked about that great promoter, you know Bonham and Bailey, mm. that famous, he coined the phrase, "There's a sucker born every minute," right? Well, obviously these promoters think that there's plenty of suckers out there, you know. If they're born every minute, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's, there's a, you know, even though you used up some of them in the, in the sports <laughs> fight, there's more. Yeah. There's more. If you can get away with it, human nature is to get away with it. Yeah. So if they can stretch this out, you know, where they don't want the deal to end, they, they paid them $100 million. So everybody's involved here. You pay a guy $100 million, you don't want to fight Wilder right away, and then maybe he gets knocked out. Yeah. And then what did you pay him? The, where's no, his I'm value? Sure. Where's the value to your deal? I completely Where, Where's the value? What, what did you pay that for? So from a business standpoint, they're, they're doing what was always going to be done when you're talking about these kind of situations, these kind of numbers. This is the way it was. This is the road it was going to go down. Yeah. You know, what road did we think it was going to go down? So, and that guy went down. <laughs> that guy went down. Yep. <laughs> Didn't take much. And, and you know, you don't, you don't want to be doing it, but we could, I, I can't pat myself because that's not, not only, not only did they pick this guy, but what? keep in mind too, they've given him a six week notice. I think the fight September 14th, Rob, can you verify? Assuming it's se September 14th, they're going to take that Canelo date in Vegas and put the fight there. Six weeks, this guy's going to get ready to go from fighting, uh, you know, Joe, the Uber driver in, in Stockholm. And now he's going to get in with Tyson Fury in Vegas. You know, we're going to get a call one day where someone's going to be offering us to pay us money. To not show such things, it ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna say no. They got the wrong guy. I'm gonna say no. Not for not for sale. Yeah, September fourteenth. So they give the kids six. weeks. How about if they say they give us a hundred million? Uh, you thinking about it? <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it? I'm thinking about it too. <laughs> But that ain't happening. So well, anyway, we'll have. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss once that thing goes down. But that's uh, seems like a good place to uh, wrap this one up. Teddy, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Always Ken. nice to be with you, guys. Thanks again for the support. Uh, it's been fun. Wait for the star to